made stuff, a lot of stuff. Um, it stopped for me personally. Uh, the first time we tried the cast approach, and then the second time we tried the cast approach. Yeah. Seemed pretty good there. Usually do it on the second one, and not really worried about the first one. And then I spell pierced the uh, the scuttle the wreckage, settle the wreckage. Yeah. Yeah. Scuttle the settle. Uh, settle the scuttle. Settle the settle. We played a lot of magic today. Uh, specifically, five hours of it. Yeah. Uh, as a team. Yeah. So it was. Let, let's let's set the scene. It was eleven o'clock, uh, and Beard was sick and sleepy. Devin uh, was late showering, and Teddy was antsy as he usually is. Um, and then all of a sudden. We all convened and decided, you know what? We're going to make the best dag-ass nerd tag team, not tag team, uh, not wrestling match federation ever. Here's the TLDR we didn't. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then I, being Mr. Standard, uh, crushed all of my opponents except for one. Uh, Devin, being Mr. Modern, uh, did moderately okay. I got two and three. And uh, or two out of five, which sucks. Yeah, uh, and then Teddy, who was our legacy duder, um, he did. He did moderately, almost the same. I'd say like he got one more game out. Yeah, I think he. I think he three out of five. Yeah. So yeah, the um, the whole the whole thing was like we played at the same time against three other people who were doing the exact same thing. Yeah, three Just different get, formats: modern, standard, legacy, facing modern, standard, and legacy of three other people. Yeah, and, and that was uh, hour long <laughs> rounds of five, and that was like best two out of three, and then the best uh, like whoever won those little games, like the standard players won. If the standard player won and the modern player won. Then they won the entire set, for example. Yeah, the and, legacy doesn't have to finish. Yeah. Uh, however, the same is true for like legacy and modern. So like essentially, it's not a race of who gets first; it's who 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 gets the fastest wins most consistently. So like your weakest matchup doesn't like bring down the team. Hmm. Devin, I can't. I don't know what was going on. Fucking five color humans, man. Yeah, that was that was awful. Effectively, all of my matches could be summed up with. Either toward, turn four I got there, or turn eight I countered their thing and got there. Um, I'm giving them a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, the deck is the deck is very linear, and it's very, like, simple to pilot. Uh, play a mana dork to play a bigger thing on turn three, or failing that, play something that hits four a lot, and then get there yeah. uh, with buffs and stuff. And then, like, if occasionally... While you're doing that plan, if you think you can get away with it, just fucking put down a pummeler and then punch uh, for a lot of damage. Yep. Trample. It was really good. It's like you can actually communicate with your team members to try and actually make a plan. Yeah, Teddy kind of coached me there. Uh, he, he put a lot more confidence in the whole, like, just slamming shit down and fucking Make swinging. them have the answer, yeah. Well, like, all right, so... Well, now that you're running blue in the main, it's like you're, you're safe. Well, it's a little bit better, especially when I have, like, a mana open. Because I could choose whether or not to spell Pierce or to Blossom Egg, which is very important. Yeah. Um, however, there was a lot of situations in which, like, I just had to call my opponent's bluff because he had four mana up, which is a nice, like, Vraska's Contempt. Uh, and then I had to, like, guess on whether or not he's <laughs> going to stop by 2020 before he gets in. Uh, as it turns out, didn't even, didn't even have it. Huh. Uh, the opponent I was also playing against... Uh, was running the deal three damage to target creature, gain three health, which I found really weird. Like, yep. I think it's like a three drop or yep. something. And like, and in Fatal Push, I'm not gonna what? Because he's not gonna have enough mana to uh, deal with a spell pierce, and he's definitely not gonna have enough mana to, or not, not, don't have, he doesn't have the answer effectively for a pummeler. No. Like, it's, it's just gonna be too big. So, well, yeah, that guy ended up having two fatal pushes to hand and couldn't kill it because he couldn't get revolt. Yeah. Like, he, he... Like, if I relied on flame, yeah, I would have died, but... Mm. Yeah. Actually, no. Well, flame just kills the creature as the casting cost, so it doesn't really... Either way, I was pretty good with all of my matchups. The only matchup I lost against, I think, was... Let me see here. The Godfather's uh, Gift one. Yeah, the Godfather's... The Godfather's Gift one was very rough, and we didn't end up finishing. It was literally 
what he decided to animate. Because if he edited, edited the life gain guy, I would have got there because I had fling in hand and I could just pump up my Lester's head probably to oblivion if he's stuck. Otherwise, if he got the life gain, I was two damage off lethal and I couldn't do anything about it unless I top decked fucking god gold, god gold. Mm. Uh, did not. That also didn't help that he fucking, like, game one hostage takered my fucking, uh, Hodges sacred by Glorybringer and then played him. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, no, that was rough. That game was fucking rough, so I was, like, I died to there. Uh, there was also a game where I didn't finish because the other two lost, uh, in which I was pretty ahead still. Um, yeah. but I, already, I already lost that from, like, really, really, really horrible draws. Yeah, uh, I got a game loss penalty because they... Oh, yeah, you got a warning. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I, I got an actual, like, game loss Oh, penalty. yeah, you lost that game. Yeah. Straight up. Um, and then I played the other two, and I didn't finish the other like the, the yeah. last game. It was still looking good for me, like it was literally anyone's game. But yeah. I had fling in hand and fling. You would have won that. Yeah, fling with the so I either either way it wouldn't have mattered. So I, I count that as a point five. So three point five out of the five games, I, I decimated it. I think the best part of the day was my last oppo- opponent, though. He um he already had a game warning. And when you have multiple warnings, you get you just lose. You straight up you're just fucking done. And um, he already had a warning earlier in the day. And game two, I lost the first one because it was like I just couldn't find anything. And he just thought seized and inquisitioned my hand to pieces. So I was like, fuck, all right. Um, so game two, I just jam out Leyline of Sanctity so I have Hexproof so he can't target me. Yeah. And then he goes, Blooming Marsh, thought seize. And I'm like, judge. He tried to thought seize me when I have a Leyline. He's like, yep, you get a warning for that. And then turn two, he untaps, he lands a swamp, he goes, fucking, um, collective brutality, and throw a bunch of stuff at it, target myself. I look at the collective brutality, it says target opponent, throw my hand up, judge. (laughs) (laughs) Reading the card explains the card. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I don't want to call the judge and win via, like, bullshit being an asshole, but literally, like, you did the most obvious fuck-ups in my face, like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he just packed up his cards and like that was it and oh, no, he, he just was... stopped John 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 was being his classic little John yep. Johnny little, John, little John. salty asshole uh, no we're gonna we're not gonna let we're not gonna concede so you have a chance to make top four which we did there was a there was a chance that we made top four the only reason why we didn't make top four is because we got paired down yeah to John's fucking team that asshole yeah so like he gated us the win either way yeah. like it was it was stupid but we've we we're pretty sure we got fifth place on that, which we, they they cut top four of the prize. Three two is not a not a bad score by any means. Mm. So, but yeah, I think I think we learned a lot. I I sure as hell didn't because I did too well to learn. <laughs> it turns out, maybe dude turning him sideways gets you there. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe dude turning him sideways gets you there. Gets the deck that literally does nothing until turn seven. Fucking approach. I don't. I don't get how that's a deck still. The thing is, there was barely any games that, like, where if we won, we weren't relying on. Like, I lost and you and Teddy won, did we? Uh, we had one round where you lost and me and Teddy got there. Okay. Um. Otherwise, all the other matches we just fucking raffle stomped everybody, and then you know the the matches. Yeah, the ones we, we won, it was. Pretty decisive. Uh, the one that we like all lost, it was pretty decisive. Yeah. Like I, I, zeros across the board. I think. Yeah, no, uh, zeros across the board. Uh, other than that, it was like two one for me. Maybe a game three if uh, they actually boarded it or like removed my shit. Mm. But yeah, no. Then we uh, then we packed up. We left our our salty asses behind and played some Smash Brothers, and then that was that was some good that was a good time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we weren't allowed where we were, but fuck up Smash Bros. Uh, yeah, no, we took the the one console that was hooked up to a projector, <laughs> and then I happened to be using the controller of one of the pro players. Not that it really mattered too much. Yeah, but the guy like, in the finals. The guy in the finals <laughs> wanted his controller back, and I was like, "Hold on, I gotta beat this fucking scrub in thirty seconds." I could dress. Yeah, yeah. We we did have a lot of back and forth. We played a lot of Toon Link versus Mewtwo. I mean, I I like Mewtwo. I want him to be my main, but like he's definitely not. It's definitely Meta Knight. I'm definitely a lot, like I'm I'm used to his control, like essentially his play style a lot better. 
which is effectively just like run up to you, back up, either kick you or grab you, whichever feels good. Pro- uh, kick you, most likely, because you're very quick on the draw. I have boomerangs. Fuck your boomerangs. <laughs> Caught the pig, though. I didn't catch the pig. That's the most important part. If you're playing as Toon Lake, and your victory screen is you not catching the pig, you have lost. You have lost that round. And then, you know, when your victory screen catches the pig, you won all the rounds. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It, oh, it all was worth it. That pig was greasy. We played a fuck ton of games. Yeah. I kicked your ass a lot. And I didn't get a single pick. But you also kicked my ass a lot, too. Because we played a lot of fucking games of Smash. Yeah, yeah, no, there's all... There's there's very wide. Then we played Project M with uh, with our teammate and another person. And fucking asshole John. He was not any... He he, he, it, he did not matter in those games. <laughs> <laughs> he won one oh, of them, and that's because we all killed each other. Yeah. We 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 idea uh, we put it in the idea that he is not a threat and as such decided oh, fucking fight each other and then it came down to him and Teddy it's like oh shit my crowning achievement was landing rest five times in a row on Teddy yep <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen Teddy salty but holy crap how do you keep getting these <laughs> laser focused Teddy I, I fucking doubt it like I st- like I barely was paying attention at that point and I was just watching you float around just like is he gonna get him is he gonna get- oh he got him what's <laughs> a str- like Project M Jigglypuff is really good in the air you yep. can pretty much go wherever the fuck you want yep. Um. so like you can land on dudes you can make sure their animations are like they're- the backstory on their animation is when you get them with rest because that's obviously like the time where they can't respond um, and then after that, like, because it's an instant release type of thing, they, they just can't respond to it. They either fly fast, like, far enough for you to recover, or they yeah. die. And I was fucking stuck with the little brother controller the entire time. Yeah. I um, mean, I don't want to blame the controller, but fuck it, it's a Mad Cats. I'm playing a fucking Mad Cats GameCube controller. You, like, that's why they went out of business. Yeah. <laughs> if, if anybody understands playing with a Mad Cats GameCube controller, you get it. You cannot play Smash at, like, a good level. So that was our oh. day, uh, our, our day that was totally Friday and not Sunday. Mm. And what a good Friday it was. Bless him. Fucking bless him. I've been dealing with your ass for almost ten hours. Yeah, it's kind of freaky, isn't it? Mm. And then probably deal with your ass again tomorrow. Uh, it really depends if you want to go. It's up to you. I, I kind of want to go. I, I like my standard deck. It's very fun. I'll go. Okay. Go. Okay. Pay for me, fucking faggot. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did I? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's, I didn't mean to. That's fine. You. I'm. I'm. I'm very. Tired. Father. Father. <laughs> Father. Um. But yeah, it was. It was a good day. Friday for cancer. It's a good time. It's a charity event held every year. Very gaming oriented. Smash Bros. Match the Gathering. Dota. Big Dota room. That room was huge. Yeah. Well. All right. So. That room was huge. Uh, I think there were other games being played besides Dota, but the majority was Dota. Yeah. Um, the team that I saw, or at least I thought it was the same team, it might have been, was a team consistent of Ricky, a invisible carry oh, guy, God, yeah. Backstab McGee, uh, <coughs> Nature's Prophet, teleport around the map and farm like a motherfucker, make trees and then push the towers and farm like a motherfucker, <laughs> and Necrophos, the, oh, you're half health, you're dead. Dumb. Uh, yeah, no, that team was full of fucking, like, people that should not work together at all. <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine. I'm not here to judge. I play Techies. Yep. <laughs> techies is the, leave me alone for ten minutes. Alright, now you can come into my jungle of mines. And then they kind of nerfed him a little bit. Well, he's still good. Like, his mines still kill people. Um, only you can't just stack them all in one. They tried to nerf him. By having the cooldown of his mines, by having the damage of his mines, and having the radius of his mines, but you know what that did? That just made them stack twice as many mines on top of each other. Sure. And then they added their radius there, so you couldn't stack them all on one point. But then there were just cakes of the fucking things everywhere. Like, you might as well just be shitting them out no matter where you were. And then they finally nerfed them to where they are now, where they do a fuck nominal amount of damage. But they pop up with an alarm and a visual 
so that you have a chance to destroy it before it explodes. It gives you 50 gold before you explode, but fuck you, it does 700 damage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the strategy for that is like you put a triangle of mines and then a stun mine in the middle, so if they don't catch it fast enough, you get stunned and then you get either two or three explosions. Jesus Christ. Which That's not bad. 750 is physical, so like armor gets reduced, but still, it's a fuck nominal amount of damage, fuck nominal amount of damage, and then you walk to where your destination was, provided you have enough health, fuck nominal amount of damage. Surprise, man. <laughs> I, uh, I'm still good. I'm still good for fucking MOBAs, though. We had a nice MOBA chat last time. I, uh, yeah. No, no we, uh, everything, everything that was said about MOBAs is pretty much already been said. They're, they, they're, they're interesting, but they require a lot of time and a lot of, like, management. Which, you know, fuck it. So, holding a, a player's handbook for 5A. I, uh, 5th edition, sorry. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Very excited to play my knife lock. I mean, sure. <laughs> it's just, I mean, like, it sucks that everybody is a magic wielder, it seems, but I, no, I don't, I'm not using spells. Fucking, I don't get it. I don't get it. What? Why do people... Alright, so... As a person who watches anime, the highest of fucking fantasy fiction, i.e. they just make up shit and it just so happens to work out. Yeah. Um, why do a lot of people think wizards are cool when you have dudes that fucking wield swords, go at light speed, and fucking ice a bitch? Wizards are legit the worst. I fucking hate wizards. However, I like abusing weird systems. No, though. <laughs> like The Paladin right. is my favorite character. So, there's a reason why all the wizards are all waifus, is because, for some reason, they put all the emphasis on protecting the waifus so that they can get off their cataclysmic <laughs> spell or some bullshit. Yeah. Or the villain's a wizard, because then he can gather up all his magic reagents and, like, take up his fucking seven Bejudo warriors and, like, defend his keep so that he can release the Doomsday spell or, like, Gilgamesh or some fucking shit like that. And then, even in fucking Fate, it's just like, oh, so there's one caster class? And what does caster usually do? Just fuck off somewhere so that everyone would have to beat him up. And they do beat him up because he's, he, like, every time, every time caster's the... Oh, we gotta kill that type of type of fucking class. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, Tasaka Rin. Uh, I know <laughs> you're too busy trying to murder me right now, but we gotta stop this because Caster's killing people, innocent people. Oh, hey, uh, everyone that hates each other because there's absolutely no reason to be friends and there's backstabbing agents and everything. We gotta kill that thing, or it's gonna swallow the entire city full of innocents. Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, and then everyone who's the most memorable is uh, Saber. <laughs> Saber. Saber? Or Archer. Yeah. And granted, Archer has a lot of liberties. Uh, Gilgamesh spawns swords to throw at people. Yeah. I count that more as a mage thing. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm going for. Yeah. In, in D&D is, is summon... Because, like, at level three, you can choose a pact as a warlock. And, like, one of them is pact as the, pact of the blade. Yeah. And you just summon your weapon to your hand. Hmm. So I'm just gonna fucking biff my swords. That's actually kind of cute. I like that a lot. Right? Yeah. Alright. Um, you got an idea. Alright. Yeah, fine. no. I, I have nothing but throwing daggers and shit on me. But yeah, no, like, in, in Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> wizards, or at least wizards starting out, are just dudes in robes. Yep. And I understand that, like, you want to build your character. That's fine. That's cool. That's whatever. You know what? You do you. And I like it. Uh, but a lot of wizards, or at least a lot of people new to the role-playing system, don't really know what to do with their wizards. They don't know how to, like, alright, I want to research a spell so that I can learn to, uh, to, to slow down time from my perspective. I'm like, that's a hard spell to do. It looks like you're gonna have to find the fucking four agent, re-agents made from the fucking toenails of the four elder dragons. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, where am I gonna get those? Find like, the belly button lint of Achmodaka. <laughs> Achmodaka. Oh. Find the fucking vested remains of fucking Rondulu. <laughs> fucking Rondulu. Aha, I have found the skull. What remains of the skull of Rondulu? <laughs> I have found 50% the right half of the skull of Rondulu. Some say if you reunite it with the other two thirds of the skull, 
you can uh, summon the visage of Rhinulu, and then that's a villain plot. That's a dumb villain plot, but hey, it's a thing. <laughs> you don't know, like, level one, mind flayers are fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, um, because I get the whole, like, all wizards will die from being looked at, essentially. Yeah. So, like, although my, the only reason I'm going into Warlock is so I can get packed to the blade. Yeah. So I can just keep biffing swords at people. Yeah. And then also get blink and greater invisibility. You see, that's that's the best thing about being like multi-classing into a bitch. I think a fighter is infinitely more interesting with burning hands, for yes. example. Yeah. Oh hey, so like remember when you decided to go in the cover so I can't see you well? Oof. <laughs> the bush is now fire. Um Yeah, get that cover bonus, you fucking bitch. Like like, like after I'm done with those couple of spells, I'm just going into Rogue and then also into Fight. Like, he's going to be a gross mismatch of, like, not understandable things, but... Hey, man, have fun, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stab somebody. Yep. And then I'm going to scuttle away. <laughs> like a bitch. So currently we have, like... Uh, I'm going to be a better Rogue than Tyler. Not as a Rogue class. There we go. Yeah. What did Tyler actually do as a Rogue? He threw that knife that you gave him that teleported him places. He threw that knife a lot. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, he was more of a swashbuckler anyway. Like, he, he, he dreamt of Pathfinder giving a swashbuckler. Because when I, when I played with him as the aforementioned swashbuckler, he actually was the type of character. Like, he, he kind of got into the role of, like, oh, I duel, I duel for honor. That's what I do. I duel. I duel things. And then, like, he spared a goblin because he surrendered. I was like, that's kind of cute. I mean, one of your party members thinks, like, I'm just going to tie him up and give, like, tie him up and, and make him give me information. I'm like, good job, buddy. You did well. And then, like, we did, we, we essentially did his character plot in which uh, he's a dampier. And I don't know if you know what a dampier is, but get ready, get ready with your razor blades, because, uh... Don't cut yourself on that edge. Dampiers are essentially half... They're effectively daywalkers. Yeah. Um... In that their aura is like if paladins sense people via auras. So like if you're if you're a good aura, uh, you're essentially like oh I have good good vibes from you, dear citizen. If you're neutral aura, you're just like ah eh, you're whatever. But if you have an evil aura, paladins sense that like uh, I don't know like like some sort of some sort of compass with magnets or some shit. Like yeah, weird. They're they're attracted. They're not attracted to it, but they can tell what's evil and what's not. And then anti paladins are essentially just they pull their opposite of that. Yeah. So like a paladin of the group could immediately sense <laughs> that like the dank dark dungeon that is visibly howling at you is evil. <laughs> Thanks, paladin. <laughs> um, Got it for you. So yeah, no, his little backstory was. Uh, he wanted to go, like, he wanted to go find his father, or, like, his, his, his family, uh, just to have a nice, pleasant, uh, chat, I guess, and then he, he wanted to stab them after, or, like, try to find a, a redemption with his family, um, and it turned out, because he gave me that much to work with, I was like, fine, uh, if this is gonna work, your father's alive, and no one else has a character arc besides the bird who wants to be a bear, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, no, here we, here we go with that. And then he gave up his right arm to complete a blood ritual. Oh, that's right. Yeah, from a, from a vampire who, who knew his dad, uh, trying to, trying to pay debts and stuff. And then they, they, they fought that boss fight pretty hilariously and short, by the way. It was almost Ron esque except he lasted two turns. There you go. Well, like, they kind of earned his trust a bit, the big bed. Uh, and they brought him ingredients and stuff, and, uh, the war priest, who essentially was just going along with it because the dampier was his friend, uh, was like, alright, so when do we get to kill the vampire? It's just like, alright, today's the day. We're gonna complete the ritual, we're gonna go find his dad, and then we're going to murder him. Um, and then the blood ritual is complete, and effectively it just gave, like, everyone visions of where, where, uh... Where essentially, like, Tyler's character's dad was. And then they effectively, like, the war priest, like, oh, come over here, buddy. Like, yeah, no, I want to I wanna show you something. Like, just, just a thanks for, like, helping you out. And then he took out his fucking holy relic in his hand where they, like, 
closed tightly so that the uh, big bad can't see him, and then fucking activated it in his fucking face, and it shot holy positive light in his face and fucking burnt half of it off. There you go. It was fun. He D&D is a good game. Well, it was it was Pathfinder. Or, well, Pathfinder. Ro- role-playing games with role- dice and papers. And, and fantasy, hopefully. It's a, it's a good time. I have a very... Well, I, I, I have a, uh, a module I've been wanting to try. Um, and I, I thought it was actually just, like, a uh, a surroundings, like, simulator. Like, oh, you don't have any, any, any more quests. Here's, here's a bunch of, like, lists of it. And essentially that's what it is. But it actually gives it a little town. It's actually part of the, uh, part of a weird, like... I think hero story or hero quest type of thing hmm. in which all of the characters, instead of having like D and D blocks of like, Oh, here's your AC or here's your Thacko or whatever. Um, it was like, here's your characteristic points and here is your NPCs and their corresponding characteristic points and a bunch of other weird shit. But like, I'm excited to just grant that. It's effectively just a level one. Here's a fucking country. Go play in it type of thing. And, like, the overall, or, like, the, the overall plot is kind of, like, what you'd make of it. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of want to enter the party. Whoever is the most equipped for social beings to just arrive in that country and, like, deliver <laughs> deliver a letter to a keep or something. And then, like, pick up these fucking hooligans along the way or get attacked by bandits and then you guys come in or something. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It really depends on the party. Yeah. I have a feeling, like... A good way to introduce my character or so is he's just, like, performing, like, doing knife juggling and, like, throwing knives and yeah. stuff for the audience and be like, oh, shit, you've got good knife skills. What say you to adventure? I want to try, like, something risky. Like, uh, it's probably not going to happen because it just feels bad, but, like, I kind of want the party or at least whoever is there to get beat the fuck and then them having to actually go into town and hire people. And then they find you, and you're performing, and you're just like, ah, oh, fucking, uh, you, you, you look down as he's fucking limping and bleeding on the street, just trying to find friends. And he's just like, yeah, whatever, and then, like, you just maybe like him, I don't know, it's up to you. No, my, like, so, I mean, I've already told you I'm trying to build him, like, Shaco. Yeah. From League of Legends, so. He is going to be very, uh. Oh, you should get like Odd. cat trips and stuff, and like try to try to bait people in. That's kind of what I'm going for. It's just oh. like this weird cerebral that all of a sudden there's a knife in your back. I, I I like I like that because like orcs are portrayed as like really aggressive and really like so if you get it on the orcs' nerves, they're just gonna fucking charge it. No oh matter yeah. What? No, I like I think it's gonna be a weird fun character, and there's no uh, taking people's eyes. Um, he's a drow. Mm. Because, you know, they're fine, like, the most demonic things without being a tiefling. I mean, you could just, like... I mean, drills could work. I'm not... I'm not I want something a little bit more life. All right. Because he's supposed to be, like, a fucking weird, bouncy... Oh, being a drill just automatically makes you weird, and being a drill yeah. that's not part of the fucking, like, spider cult. Yeah. So they're just, like the the townspeople will just be like, ooh, he's weird. Like, have you, have you seen the fucking... Have you, have you fucking seen the drow guy? Well, like, ho- hopefully I'm allowed to keep, like, the jester mask on. I mean, yeah, that, that'll that be whatever. But, like, I, I, I doubt people will attack on site because, you know, there's worse things than, el- like, elves out there. Yeah. Um, like, I, I assume tieflings would be a little bit higher up on this scale yeah, because think, they're physical fucking demons. Yeah, they actually have the horrors and the spooky, scary fucking inclinations to them. Yeah. I, don't, I think I think it'll be a fun character. I think yeah. it'll be fun. Uh, I, I'm a warlock stated in the strength and agility. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I cast knife. <laughs> I cast make knife in hand and cast knife again. Yeah, it, you can do that with magical weapons too. Like anything that's enchanted. Yeah, you have to take like an hour long ritual, but like you can summon the item. At, yeah, it's it's a really like cool pact. Just oh, flavor-wise. You know what? You could fucking... You could actually be a Gilgamesh. Just find a place to fight... Like, to put all your fucking weapons and shit. Yeah. Like, it... Like, spend well, a it, fucking entire day to put 20 weapons in it, your fucking slots. It replaces, slots. unfortunately. Ah, that's a shame. Whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, like... It's just, uh, just just the sheer fact of, like... I could be jumping from tree to tree and then, like... Oh, look. My, my uh, companions are uh, being assailed by bandits. And just... 
<laughs> just knives out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck? Jesus. Look, I, I, would, I would love is, like, you meet a fucking group of orcs and, like, they'll refer them to back down or some shit. Or if you want to avoid conflict, you give them, like, your weapon. It's yeah. like, ah, oh, you like this weapon? And then, like, you go through and then, like, half an hour later, you're like, what happened to my... Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, like, pop it in your hands. Like, I think it says it can't be more than five feet away from it for more than a minute, but, ah, like, here, have my sword as passage. Thank you, kind sirs. Yes, you have yourself a good day. Toodles now. Pip, bye-bye. Ha-ha. Mine. Yeah, yeah. Character's gonna be fun. Yeah. I hope everyone else brings, like, fun-ish characters. I have a feeling that at least one person is gonna amend Max. Yeah, I think Zach's gonna be a little weird. Whatever. If anything, I'll just put a fucking like he, hit out on him. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't min max too much. He's just more of like he he tries to find fun in it too, like I do in a weird way. Yeah. But um, our two newer people will probably be like, "Well, this does the most damage, so I'm going to pick that." Yeah, yeah it's just encourage doing whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah, that's that's, that's the point of fun. it's it's kind of like <laughs> it's not supposed to be competitive, and you're not supposed to actually like. Honestly, the most interesting builds are the ones where you keep the fucking like. Eight fucking intelligence planned to be a uh, wizard, but now bird type of character. Yeah, where you're like, you you, you kind of you gotta make do with your weaknesses, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I want to cast spells, but I get a penalty on it. Like whatever, that's that's my character. Yeah, like he might be just better at like lockpicking and stuff, but at least he he applies. He takes he takes what he gets. He takes what he can specialize in, and fucking. Contributes that to the group as opposed to his stats, which is kind of what I like. Like, I really don't want to cast spells. Honestly, when it comes down to it, I don't want to do as many, like, as, as little amount of spells as possible. But, um, yeah, like, to do Archfey, they give me, like, Fairy Fire, Sleep, Calm Emotions, Phantasmal Force, Blink, Plant Growth, Dominate Beast, Greater Visibility. It's nothing that's really, like, a big spell. Yeah. It's just. More of my weird mind fucking. I'm pretty much going to be what Patrick was, but more knife, less mind magic. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. Oh. I didn't even read this. Starting at 6th level, yeah. you can vanish in a puff of mist in response to harm, which is exactly Shaco. Yeah. <laughs> when you take damage, you can use your reaction to turn invisible and teleport up to 60 feet? That's twice as much as I would have expected. You can get pricked by a fucking berry bush and you could be like, <laughs> oh, I'm smoke! <laughs> I would like to think that is purely reactive, like, oh, paper cut, shit! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Cleaning my knife. <laughs> like, off a cliff. <laughs> oh, wow. That's silly. Yeah, that's that's gonna be great. <laughs> um, I think that's really it. Yeah, mind-affecting magic, I don't care. Plunge a creature to the leisure realm. Don't really care. So yeah, sixth level warlock is all I care about going into, and then I'm done. Yeah, I mean that's that's still a whole lot of adventuring, but you can yeah. you can definitely make it. Like I have a feeling I need the scale of the adventure I have uh, I have I have planned anyway, or like <coughs> improv a bit more. But yeah, no, I have I have up to at least level three in content, so we're we're good. And then hopefully, like the other people, actually enjoy it enough that we'll be able to do it at least once a week. Yeah, be nice. I mean, yeah, uh, once a week. Once a week, even as just like a talking point, is fine. I, I, I love. I, I like role play. I'm just really bad at it. Yeah, I love role play. <laughs> Not gonna lie, like it's. Well, you love if if I, I could if we could replace magic with D and D three or four times a week, I would honestly take it. Because I just really loved you. <laughs> I mean, if we have a consistent group, sure, but yeah. currently we have we have magical cards playing. I don't know. I love modern. I, I think really you know, like cards a lot, too. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know, we just like fantasy playing things with external uh, hardware. Yeah. It was, it, I mean, it was really great when we actually could meet on Sundays and play some play some D&D. Well, like, that entire year was, it was, it was a blast. Like, yeah. most times we just had a good time and then, like... I missed the shop. The shop would have been great for this, but... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, we can't really, like, we're not in a position right now to, like, go make friends with another fucking no, store fuck opening. Yeah. I don't care. Fuck them. At the very most, like, maybe play D&D at Boardroom <laughs> and hopefully get, like, special treatment there or some shit, but that's, that's few and far between. We, yeah. we go there far less than we should. Yeah. I think... I think it's gonna be good. Like, 
I don't want to. Yeah. The the other two people that want to play that are newer to it. I mean, they they already kind of know what they want to play, which is good. <clears throat> because they might have something already in mind. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to open the table to, like, suggestions for, like, player plot. Or, like, if you want your backstory to be revealed, you could just say it on the table or, like, yeah. what have you. I think, like, in the group I'll throw my backstory just to kind of maybe encourage the newer people. Oh, no, that's up to you. I, I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to hamstring it because I know it's slightly embarrassing the first time with a group of people just like, oh, yeah, I know, here's... My backstory, like, I'm just a dude. Like, I, I, I might be, like, I, I, I might ask those questions as, like, an NPC. Like, for example, I, I had a plot in my head in which they get hired, like, people get hired for uh, clearing out, like, mines and shit or, like, going to collect a bounty on someone. Mm. And, uh... Hopefully, like, from what I see on the party, not a lot of them can, like, trek or, like, maybe they they know, like, something's guarding the mark. So yeah. they bring on, like, a hunter or something, and then the hunter's just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm just a dude that, like, came from the woods, like, fucking the three days up north, and, uh, you know, I, I did this goblin job, and I, I could get paid more, like, whatever. And, like, maybe start up a conversation with Cap or something, just to encourage, like, downtime play or some shit. Yeah. It's it's gonna be good. Yeah. Like, even, even tiny little backstories, like, oh, yeah. I, like, I, I heard this guy was fucking up the forest, and I wanted to go stop him. That's that's motivation to go out adventuring to find this fucking guy. And, I mean, sometimes you don't even know your backstory until you play your character for a little bit. Like, yeah, just, just I didn't have a paladin backstory until we started that last campaign that went yeah. over, because Roll20 is weird. Yeah, it's just like... Put, put your shoes on the character and just, like, kind of get a feel for it. Like, yeah. how, how, how do you want this character to act? Um, effectively, where you want to go? What story do you want, to, like, the DM to essentially assist in telling you? Yeah. Like, I think I have a goal for my guy already in my mind. Yeah. Which is, like, I mean, you're the DM, I guess it doesn't really matter if I tell you, but, yeah. like, just, there he wants a god-tier mask. Ah. The knives are cool and everything, he can find some good treasure along the way, but he wants a fucking killer mask. He wants a nice-ass mask. He wants a dope-ass mask. This Harlequin mask ain't cut in anymore. No. He bored wants, of it. He wants something that, like, is worthy to put on his face. That's cute. I like that. <laughs> You can do, we, we, yeah, if we really get high enough level, we can do Majora's Mask-esque shit. Yeah, I just... Something just stupid. Or maybe, like, yeah, I have a collection of masks or something. Yep. Do, like, the whole hexadecimal thing, like, sleight of hand the mask off to the other mask for different expressions. <laughs> oh, and look what we have here. Orcs. Orcs make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> just, like... Yeah, do it like a blade flourish and like the mask moves or changes to something else. I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> like when I was a kid, I found Hexadecimal to be like really creepy. <clears throat> yeah, no, he's yeah, she's probably one of the most memorable characters to be honest. That's great. Like re- re- reboot was really good. I don't remember seeing a lot of it. That's because of my faulty memory. But like Hexadecimal, like Hexadecimal. And that other villain motherfucker, because I was really into villains. Yeah, like I turned into Gigabyte after uh, he ate hexadecimal. Actually, yeah, because you know bites. Yeah, yeah, that's how bites work. They eat hexadecimals. Yeah, (laughs) hex code and just num 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 and more data. What a fucking weird show at the time. Like revolutionary, I guess. No, I mean like it was like a, a siege, a pure CG show. And then, like, it's all in a computer, and everything's based on computer-related things in the 90s, where, like, nobody really understands what a computer is. And it was it was fucking great. I fucking love that show, man. I, I remember it being written slightly more seriously, but also had to be it's camped up for kids. so corny and campy. But, yeah. like, the writing was also pretty, like... Like, Enzo got his eye fucked up and then replaced with, like, a golden eye that could target... Sh- like, it was like, what? Like... Actual like physical character growth. Yeah, like fuck. Like there's just a big ass scar on his face. I'm like, he got really fucked up. That's kind of like that's kind of, that's kind of the correct amount of grit. Like, yeah. 
there's a lot of shows that I feel want to be gritty, but go too hard on the grit, and that's all that the show is anymore. Yeah. Like, it's known for, like, oh, man, did you see the scene where he got fucked up? Or, like, oh, man, this is the this is the show where, like, uh, this is the show where, like, a fuck ton of murders happen, blah, 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 blah. Like, you yeah. don't want to be known as that show. You kind of want to be known as the show that's like, yeah, no, this is a show with a good plot, and, like, season two, a fucking, like, sick-ass, like, plot-destroying murder happens. Like, yeah, like, you want a show that is compelling enough when the, the, you notice the grit or, like, the weird stuff like that, but it's not the focus. Like, I think Gravity Falls did that pretty well, too. Well, it's just, like, everything's going along, everything's kind of weird, and all of a sudden this guy's pulling deer teeth out of the deer while it's standing there and giving it to a child, like, oh, that's fucked up. Even, like, Uncle Stan, like, there's... Grunkle Stan and Uncle Stan. Grunkle Stan being o- the owner of, like, the Mystery Shack and yeah. stuff. But, like, as soon as Uncle Stan came in, there was this whole air of, yeah, there's a greater purpose to everything around you. And, like, as soon as he came out and explored a bunch of stuff and, like, released a lot of information, you're like, wow, everything is a little bit more serious and a little bit more gritty than it used to be. And, like, it ramped up. And that's that's the correct way of doing it, of, like, raising... Raising the stakes and raising the... uh yeah, the, boy. Yeah, I know. It was, <laughs> it was very weird. Raising the stakes and raising the, like... I was going to say level of violence, but that's that's incorrect. Uh, essentially raising the amount of stuff you can risk the characters for without being too goofy. Yeah. Like, you don't need, even need to ramp it up. Or, like, you, you just need to, like... If you want to surprise the audience with your grit or, like, with your... <laughs> suspense or your uh, raising like raising the stakes you can't do it frequently enough so that raising the stakes just becomes the norm but you want to do it in a manner in my opinion that is just like like it, there, there's a build up to it like at the beginning of the arc something happens and then it spikes up to oh if this arc isn't complete then one character just goes away and then like if the writer actually wants to go forth with it I feel like a perfectly acceptable, like, three-episode like three episode arc or, like, a three-act arc in which it builds up, something happens, and then, like, I, I think a path of failure and a path of, like, a backup path, like, for example, um, if a character dies and it actually matters, like, it's a very impactful to the show. Yeah. Um, it also spices up writing, because, like, one of the better writing exercises is, so you have this character in the narrative... And you have this character driving the narrative, and now you don't have that character anymore. What do you do? (laughs) Unless you're Supernatural, where all your characters die a fuck ton, and they just come back anyway. I don't get that. That has absolutely no stakes. Like, oh no, but they feel the pain. It's just like, yeah, but that pain gets numbed a lot because they can die forever. There's been like a handful of deaths in that show that like actually mattered. And the one I thought really mattered, apparently they're just fucking, like, the last episode, they're just like, nope, I guess he's coming back eventually. It's like, alright, cool. Granted, he was my favorite character, so I'm kind of okay with it, but at the same time, like, just fucking, I think, I just think, kill, man. Like, I, th- I think that's the attitude that, like, a lot of writers get stuck into, is like, oh, I have, like, I want to kill a character to make it more interesting. I want to kill the character so I can narratively push this point. But all of my fans will hate it, so I'm going to leave him in somehow. Yeah. Like that's that's completely wrong. And I understand I understand as a person who doesn't write, just from an outside outside perspective, I can understand why that would be so hard to do, especially if you like are a major TV show and they have a lot of financial backing based on who watches it. And then, like, a character dies and there's a sudden drop. You know that fucking studio is just, like, pushing to have that character back or pushing to, like, retcon it somehow. Yeah. It's kind of like how, like, <laughs> Superman, for some reason, has died about three or four times and oh still God. has not remained dead. Fucking... I'm still not sure he's dead in fucking Man of Steel. I don't, like... Or, like, Batman or Superman. Oh, no. Yeah. He's not. He's obviously going to just come back whatever. Fucking goddamn it. Okay. In, in a universe where your superheroes can't die, what's the point? Well, yeah, like, if you are if you have a comic, there's literally no stakes to the bad guy winning because it all turns out well anyway. Like, what if for every major supervillain forever defeated, you also take out one of your main roster dudes? Like, uh, there's, there's, there's a right and wrong way of killing a character, and a lot of the right ways point towards the character actually, like, standing up for themselves and, like, 
going out in a whole ball of like retribution and fire. That's 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 what a lot of people would like to see their character do. Yeah. So like, why can't the villains do that? Why can't the villains just go, all right, I'm the Joker and I'm going to die in this series. But as the Joker, I'm not like I'm not only going to like be a huge threat, but I'm actually going to take one of you motherfuckers with me because that's what he do. Yeah, like he doesn't care if he dies or not. That's just part of the joke to him. Yeah. But what would be amazing to him would be taking out one of the like a superhero as just a crazy dude. Like he has no superpowers. He's just like super. Like he, he he's just inventive. So like he takes out a guy. He he cooped the gras him maybe. Like he takes out. I wouldn't say Wonder Woman because I don't know specifically what her weaknesses are, but like he finds out a weakness that's maybe not Superman because that's. I think I mean he did he kill Superman that one time? I can't remember. He, there was like a nuclear bomb. Uh, he didn't. Oh kill. no, he got killed by Superman. Yeah, which killed a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, he killed the uh, Lois Lane by yeah. putting her in a nuclear sub filled with uh, fear and kryptonite. I guess. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. It's a shame that nothing came out of it yeah. and he died in the end. Yeah. Like, it's an awesome... It's, I understand the need to write, like, awesome scenes like that, but if you're <laughs> dealing with a man who can literally go, like, light speed and turn back time and is literally invincible and you refuse to kill him even though there's so many ways of killing him, uh, then there's no point in that awesome scene and you know that he's just gonna, like... To get the best of the day. He's honestly the least compelling superhero I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, just the DC versus Marvel. Like, even, just even there, just that, that, like, it's people trying to be heroes in Marvel and heroes trying to, or, yeah, heroes trying to be people in DC. It's just like. Coincidentally, they want to be as gritty as fucking possible, and the grit makes it so fucking cringy. Yeah. Like, why, why? You, you, who's, who's watching this shit? I'm not excited for Justice League. Who, who like, alright, so Man of Steel came out, I groaned. I'm not following with the comics, but I know this is going to be shit. And who watched it enough for them to go, okay, we made enough money. Let's go do Batman vs. Superman. Let's Let's give Zack Snyder more money to make another one. Like, uh, I don't know. I I don't like that style of writing at all. Maybe it's just not for me. Maybe I'm just not the audience. Because evidently someone's watching it. Oh god! I mean, like, there's so many comic book nerds out there. You can, you can reel them in. It's just like, they're, yeah, they're I not. Like, com- I like Superman, but I like Batman. And Batman can't do no wrong. Kills literally like. Okay, Batman three definitely people. killed people in that movie. Like, no, legit. Like, it would be infinitely more interesting if the first person Batman killed on purpose was Superman. Hmm. Could you imagine how awesome that story would be if instead of him like wanting to threaten the Man of Steel and was so paranoid. Instead, he had to come with his character to odds to say, oh god, this person is so powerful that I have to, like, I, I'd like, no, no one else wants to go up to the challenge. I need to be able to want, like, to be the one to kill him because I need to bring justice to this guy who thinks he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. That's a more compelling backstory <laughs> than oh, it's not justice enough. Like, that's literally it. Like, what motivation did Batman have to actually murder that man besides he's slightly OP and why not? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, like, could you, like, and, and could you imagine all the scenes where he went to go rescue Martha where he didn't kill anybody, he tied everyone up or, like, some shit, and he doesn't want to kill people still, and then at the end of the movie where they fight, uh fucking Zod mutant or whatever the fuck his name like whatever that was yeah uh like where they fought him he was like oh fuck yeah no there's still these things running around maybe I don't want to kill him and then that that way Batman has a complete arc of he's probably on the level he can stay Superman has a complete arc of he has a purpose to protect everyone from people like him as opposed to being a moody bitch and then Wonder Woman could come in and kick everyone's ass because she's uh, apparently great. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, could you imagine how better that movie would be with those motivations in place? Like, I have to be prepared to kill a man and it has to be the strongest man in the fucking world. And then he decides, like, oh, fuck. All right, so maybe I don't need to monitor the, the, these fucking things all the time. Like, they could actually be friends as opposed to just bitter fucking people who has the same fucking mother's first name. Dumb. 
Dumb. That's literally the stupidest <laughs> fucking plot line. They could have done that so much better. I could write a better movie. And I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, it, like, that was so poorly put together. Like, they're... they're I can't I can't think of, like, really one redeeming thing of that movie. I mean, like, we've, we've shit on it enough, but I, like, I don't like it. Motherfucker any. flies with kryptonite. He can't swim with kryptonite within fucking 20 feet of him. He picks up a fucking kryptonite, refined kryptonite spear, mind you, and fucking flies over the monster. He, before, he couldn't have even fucking touched Batman. Yeah. Not to mention, like... He was breathing in kryptonite particles from all those smoke gas, like smoke canisters before. Like he should be not able to do too much, but no, he just I'm better. And then why did he die then? As well, well he's not dead because <laughs> DC. What was the point of the payoff of the fucking movie then? There's none. There's no like the entire setup and payoff to the movie is just one fart to another. Fuck! Like I don't okay shitting back and forth forever. That's the movie. Alright. Uh, I, I like shitty movies. I like, oh god, I love shitty movies. I like truly, like, bad movies. I think there is value in watching the shittiest movies, but you can't give them too much attention. Yeah. You can make fun of them, you can use them as examples, you can learn from them. Shitty movies have a purpose, but they should be celebrated. Yeah. And, like, people who are... People who are buying into that comic book movie either have no standards for movies because they read comic books all the time and they deal with the bullshit from there. And I could actually see that. Trying to picture myself from that perspective could almost enjoy the movie uh, because comic books throw a lot of shit at you and you just kind of accept it. So, yeah. like, you watch it full picture, like, in, in motion <laughs> and you're just like, oh, yeah, no. Like, that, that like, this is normal to me. Or shit kids... <laughs> Amazing. Shit kids <laughs> who uh, don't either uh, who either don't know how to watch movies uh, saw it because there's Batman in it. Batman. Or saw it because they got a fucking like a macho guy thrill out of it somehow. And even then there wasn't that many macho guy thrills. It was all just Bat- like Batman and Superman screaming at each other effectively. It was not a good time. No. It was not a good time. <laughs> This this is a universally unenjoyable movie. Like I feel like the people who want to get like a yeah it's Batman it's dark and gritty uh, like that vibe out of it like the fucking cringy ass vibe out of it. First of all, Lex Luthor would take them out of it because Lex Luthor is not that type of character. Correct. It was boring as all fucking hell, and effectively, <coughs> how could they be invested with the grit and the all oh, Batman's killing people? When the only reason why they didn't get their fucking bloodshed that they wanted was because both of their fucking mothers were named Martha. And, you know, the tough guy loves his mother. I bake her cookies every day. <laughs> and then now we have Marvel on the other foot doing Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and, like, yeah, yeah. Thor Ragnarok, where now they're going from, like, the weird grittiness. Even though Deadpool was, like, edgy... <coughs> Move like, but there was like Deadpool. It doesn't, I feel it like, doesn't. Marvel never takes itself too seriously. Deadpool knows it wanted to be edgy, but also knows why it wants to be edgy, yeah. and and made fun of that. And like it was great. Uh, okay, you can have an edgy film. You can have an edgy type of film with those types of characters, but your characters also have to be likable in order to contrast the edge. Yeah. So like, if you have a really nice character and he's forced to fucking. Step up and fucking save the universe from these fucking blood... Like, the, pull, pull a random plot out of my ass. Fucking random fucking space pilot has to go into a thing and be, like, making his normal rounds. And they just get caught, he gets caught up in some gag activity. Like, you have to transfer these drugs or we're going to fucking kill you. And it was like, alright, fine. So you drive in. And it's just like, the pilot's like, well, the pilot could be, like, fucking Star-Lord or some shit. Yeah. And, like, he drives in, you know, he makes his usual stops, you know, he picks up his, 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 like, maybe a buddy along the way because he's paranoid. And then he makes the delivery, and now the fucking cartel has captured all of his family. So now he has to do favors for the cartel as this fucking, like, tag team duo, maybe tri-team, maybe, maybe a gangster comes along and joins the party. So now we have a likable pilot who is just, like, goofy, and he's just kind of just rammed up to this mess. His fucking possibly goofy friend, I don't fucking know. And now this fucking hard-ass, like, completely opposite dynamic <laughs> dude from the gang mob 
going off on an adventure because the mob told them to. I want to see this movie. Yeah, no, that's that's. I don't want to see Justice League. <laughs> you can pull off grit. Like, there's actual stakes to it. If he doesn't do it, his fucking mother is going to get shot. Martha. Martha. <laughs> there's cookies on the way for her. <laughs> I would love to make that movie and just have the mother's name be Martha, just to fucking just. <laughs> All of their mothers are named Martha, and that comes up in conversation, like, all the fucking time. time. All the time. It's like, so, uh, you know, my my mom, Martha, you know, she makes the best... Your mom's name is Martha? Oh, yeah, no, but, yeah, your mom's name is Martha? The gangster fucking comes in, it's like, what are you guys talking about? You talking about Martha's? I heard Martha. How do you know Martha? It's like, wait, how do you know Martha? Martha's my mom. Your mom's name is Martha? And then they kind of get a weird bond out of it. That's how the big guy... That's how the that's how the big mob guy kind of just like comes down the terms with these guys. It's because like we have something to co- we have something to come yeah, like, a common ground to make them uh, believable characters. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's almost like people kind of connect on strange, weird little things. Yeah, give me um, a good defining characteristic of Batman from the Batman vs Superman without being dark broody. <laughs> He's rich. Yeah, that's not a good characteristic. That's just the <laughs> thing. It's the thing. Yeah. thing. He sleeps a very healthy amount. Yeah, no, apparently. He <laughs> sleep through portals from the future. Being ripped open. <clears throat> like, also the comic book, the comic book nerds were getting really pissed off at it because there's no lead up to that fucking Flash scene. Mm. There's no lead up to that fucking Wonder Woman scene. She's mm. just there. Mm. And the dream was made no sense because he didn't understand what Kryptonite was. You want to set up the Justice League? Oh, have some shitty inserts. Literal insert video clips into the movie with no context and just waste like 10 minutes of your time. I'm going to put a tracker on the truck, but then also trace chase the truck that I tracked. Why? Why didn't you chase the... You can just go to it later. They didn't notice. Mm. Mm. Fucking... Oh Why did you need that chase sequence... You could have done this so much better. Superman didn't need to know Batman. Seriously, like, and then at that point, oh, look, it goes to fucking um, Luther Corp, and now we need tighter security on it because Herder or somebody tried to fucking steal the rock. Listen, Batman, I didn't want to, <laughs> oh, the greatest detective. I didn't want to do this, but, like, I'll reveal your secret identity on, 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 on stream. Whoa. Um, if you don't get your fucking shit together and retcon Batman versus Superman. <laughs> no, that was not a good time. Um, speaking of, actually, I'm very excited to go see uh, the new Thor movie, because that looks campy and fun. as super fuck. Okay, so, like, they're doing a lot of stuff with Thor's character, and that he's just kind of, like, hanging out, doing it, being a regular guy. Yeah. And I love that. I love, I love that they're humanizing him a bit. Making him like just honestly, I just I mean, it is a fish out of water story, yeah. like, but it works. Honestly, I just want Captain America and that crew to make some fucking weird, wonky quips with Thor and have a real good fucking time. Like they or like have Loki just like be smurmy because that's his thing, and like Thor be naive and like likable. Like that's that's what they're good at. That's yeah. what they're good. That's what Marvel. If Marvel, if anything else, they could have shitty plots, which granted a lot of them could be have improvement. But what what else? Who everyone can. Yeah. Uh, they could have bad side characters, but what you can't fault them for is that they have likable, goofy made characters that yeah. you can kind of relate to. To be honest, the I think the worst part about Marvel movies is they don't really define the villains very well. Except yeah. for the newest Spider-Man, because that was fucking great. See, I think, I think, I think now that they've established all their main players, they can definitely like step it up. Yeah, like like I, Ultron wasn't too bad. So long as they like <laughs> again, it doesn't need to be charismatic characters versus charismatic characters. Like that's that that's part of the group dynamic. Like Hulk, like Bruce Banner is a charismatic, likable character, and then yeah. Hulk is just the guy that smashes things. Yeah. Like that—that's—that's that's a good dynamic. You can even have like that's—that's that's literally having the best of both worlds, and then like unfortunately having the villains not be as charismatic. Like they don't have their time in the light enough. They—they're not baked well enough. No. Like you stick the fork in them. There's like <coughs> fucking like gooey bits stuck to your fork. You gotta let them. You gotta let them bake. You gotta let them bake until you can stick a fork and put them out, and then you can tell it's done. Have you seen the the Guardians of the Galaxies? Uh, I haven't seen two. Okay, so the first one. Who's the villain? Uh, that fucking, uh, 
guy that came out of the goo. <laughs> I honestly can't remember the yeah, name. exactly. I can't remember his name either. I understand the goal. I understand everyone else, like, what, what their motivations were. I just don't remember the fucking name. But, like, no, he was literally just, Grr, I'm a guy that works with Thanos. Or, yep. Yeah. Like, you knew because the character in comics, and I'm pretty sure he was a character in the comics, too, but, like, I didn't... They didn't really, besides him having a fucking disintegrating power stone, you didn't really care for the guy. Nope. There's no real development to it. Like, <clears throat> it was pretty fucking bland. It was very bland. I think the worst villains, and this is, like, I'm probably gonna, like, eat my own shit here where I'm DMing because I'm, I'm a bad, I'm, I'm just a bad writer in general. But, like, the worst part is when they describe his powers of, like, the deleting fucking planets. Like, that was his jam with the fucking crystal, is that he could harness the power and then delete planets. When he was touching down, it's just like, alright, so, like, he's touching down, and we all know he could delete planets. That's that's his thing. But how and why? And also, why does he want to do this? I know he wants to, like, fuck up the... Like, he's a rebel. Yeah, sure. But, like, if your defining characteristic is that you destroy planets, you've, you, 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 you're really bad at a villain. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole villains destroying the Earth thing. Like, what did they have to gain from that? I, yeah. It's... Like, and it's kind of, it's kind of like a huge <clears throat> parallel. Like, the one defining characteristic, which was really funny, is when Star-Lord tried to dance with him. Yeah. Like, that was, like, Like, that was, that was, that was a, like, that, that was really fun... Because it showed the goofiness of the characters again, just like how likable the characters are, and then it showed the villain having like a, oh fuck, what, what the hell is going on? Excuse me, I'm just here to destroy the earth, please. Yeah. No, I think, like, let's see, let's see. We've got Thor. Have you seen Thor's? Uh, I've seen the first Thor. Okay, first Thor. Who's the bad guy? Uh, as far as I know, that fucking like revenant dude that shoot lasers out of its things. Kinda. And Loki, but. Yeah, not really. Like, kind of Loki. Kind of... Like, they sent that down to fuck with Thor because Thor wasn't, like, he got banished and everything for being a douchebag, but then Loki realized he was an ice giant and then tried to fuck things up. Uh, but, like, you, ha- I have to think about it because, like, I'll, I'll see, like, the giant guy with the laser beam face and then go, wait, no, he wasn't really the true villain. He was just something else. Uh, and then what do we got? We got Captain America, the first one. No, that one's kind of easy. That was Red Skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's classic Captain America villain. Um, but again, not really compelling. See, I think villain. I like Civil War, despite it being, like, goofy as fuck in the fact that they were all, again, screaming, whining children, effectively. Yeah. But, like, at least you could have a feeling for, like, when they beat the shit out of each other, and then they realized, wait a minute, it's this asshole we have to beat up, and then they just fucking wombo cobble him. That yeah. was awesome. I <laughs> like that scene a lot, but I don't know. Like, I'm trying to go through some of the movies now. Uh, Thor 2 was fucking Dark Elves. That was just dumb. Like, I don't remember Thor 2 at all. I just remember they were trying to plunge the world in darkness, or I guess that let people through or something, and like. I, don't know, I got nothing. I don't know. Villains. Villains are. I understand why villains are hard to write because, especially for movies, you have to make the character look good, and I guess feel good in the fact that like you need to you need to resonate with them. Yeah. And like that's taking a front seat to the villain, like to the villain. Like the villain has to be backseat, obviously. Yeah. Because you're spending so much time and effort on these designs that you're probably going to make multiple movies from. I think Iron Man 1 actually had one of the better villains in an early Marvel movie. It was Jeff Burgers. But, um, he was, like, he was one of, uh, like, Stark's partners. Yeah. That really wanted to harness, like, the power of his little thing that he put in his chest that he made. Yeah. And then eventually, like, made a large one, and then finally just, like, fucking said, fuck it. I'm making this suit, and I'm gonna fucking kill you, Tony, and I'm gonna take that out of your goddamn chest, and we're gonna make fucking renewable energy and be gods of this world. I was like, that's, that's good. And then we go to the second movie of Iron Man, and we got uh, Whiplash. That's because, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's a reason why. I feel like they just kind of ran out of stuff for Iron Man to do. Because Iron Man is a rich asshole 
who isn't really into saving the world, more just for his own self-interest. But even that can be made out of, like, a certain few, like, interesting plots. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, uh, I'm a dude, and I want to EMP the Earth so that they have to get my somehow non-EMP power to me. And then Tony's like, first of all, that fucks my company and my chest. So I'm going to shoot you up, and I'm going to take your energy as well. Your non-EMPable energy or some shit. I don't remember the villain in two. Other than Whiplash, which was, it really pissed me off. They called him Whiplash, and they didn't call him Omega Red. They, they had, he was Russian, and he had whips coming out of his arms. There you go. Done. That's all you need. That's all Omega Red is. Like, fucking assholes. Anyway, we're past an hour. We are past an hour. I get very passionate about my nerd movies. Hey, I mean, I, I get it. You gotta be passionate about something. You, 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 a healthy discussion makes for a more, better appreciation for certain movies. Yeah. It's better appreciation for some like something you'd never get. I'm I'm trying to suppress the sneeze. I'm actually trying to now let it out, but it's kind of like start light, start light. Fuck! It's not gonna come out now. No, it's no I, I well, scared it away. I had so many of those earlier this week. For some reason, I've been on and off sick. You seem to be on and off something right now. I don't know what I caught, and I fucking hate it. I want to go home, eat avocado, and go to fucking sleep. All right, let's wrap this up then. Okay. Because I want to put on PJ pants and watch Stranger Things until I pass out. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. Kisses. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, oh, oh. Mm-hmm.